Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, you're listening to the Alt in Our Stars. That's the name of the podcast. My name is Chris Payne. I'm your host. And really, really enjoyed this week's episode. Had a band called Potty Mouth from Massachusetts come by. Uh, they just released their new single. It's called Cherry Picking. Came out yesterday. So there was a really neat vibe when they came by Billboard of ha- just having put the song out there onto the internet. And we'll talk about this, how they were just starting to sift through those comments, those ads on Twitter, and see what people were thinking of the new song. And they were a lot of fun. There's a prank call that happened during this podcast. That was a first for the Alt and Our Stars podcast. So, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Had a lot of fun with this. Um, anyways, thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, if you're listening on Billboard, on SoundCloud, however this podcast is reaching your ears, thanks so much. And also really appreciate it if you have any comments, good, bad, advice, whatever you have, send it my way at Pain on a plane on Twitter or just leave a comment in the text. So yeah, this is Potty Mouth on the Alt and Our Stars podcast. Enjoy. Hey, this is Abby. I sing and play guitar. Hey, this is Victoria. I'm the drummer. And this is Allie. I play bass. Hey, so um, here with the band Potty Mouth. We're just talking about how you guys just dropped your first single in two years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. My brain's exploding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a really overwhelming feeling to be stuck in New York City traffic, like on our, well, I drove separately from the rest of the band, but just like stuck in traffic while like wanting to look at my phone every two seconds to see what people are saying about the new track and then you're like also having to pay attention i wasn't driving but you know paying attention to directions and stuff yeah it's a lot so when you just put a track out there you're interested in what people have to say very interested it seems like oh yeah i mean we haven't put anything out in two years and we've like spent a lot of time writing songs and demoing stuff and so this is like our big reveal of like all the work that we've done and so (laughs) it's like Mm. yeah it feels really exciting so I'm curious to see what people will say and it's also like a big change from our last release it's just like better more mature songwriting and production all around and it's not just like oh like we want to see all, like, the good stuff people are saying. It's just interesting to see, like, the words people use to describe your music. Like, there's already been, like, one... P- people think that Abby's saying the word fleek instead of sleek. And so that was just like, oh, like, that's something that came up on a Stereo Gum post. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you're diving I into wish. those comments. <laughs> 
Uh, not comments, like comment section as much as just what people have been saying in articles and, I don't know, the kind of comparisons that they're making. Okay. Because I can see how that can be kind of a dangerous line to toe, but if, you know, if you don't let things get to you, there's probably a lot of usefulness to pull out of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, comment sections are a band's worst nightmare, so (laughs) stay away. Mm -hmm. For writers, too. (laughs) Yeah. Generally, like, when you think about who takes the time out of their day to post something in a comment section, it tends to be either, like, super, super supportive or super, super angry or trolly. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> like, there's not much middle of the yeah, road. There's, like, yeah, people don't comment in comment section to have, like, a very neutral yeah, comment. Yeah, they're not like, meh. They yeah. either do it to demonstrate <laughs> their enthusiasm or to demonstrate another feeling that they're having, which, you yeah. know, <laughs> could be coming from many different places. Yeah. Mm. So the debate was fleek versus sleek. Yeah. And it's sleek. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to clear that up now, it's sleek. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think people, because fleek is such like a new, what is it, like a new word people are saying, so mm. that's where people's heads are yeah, going. so hip. Like st- Stereo Gum <laughs> was yeah, like, going to fleek. Stereo Gum was like, this song sounds like it could have come out on the radio in 1995, except no one would have understood what Abby meant when she said fleek. And <laughs> that's it's like, a yeah. really funny analysis <laughs> of a song. <laughs> yeah, like the primitive people of 1995 would have had no idea. <laughs> yeah. They literally use the word primitive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's not trash stereo. Okay, no, stereo gum's great. It was an awesome write-up, and I'm so glad that they like said anything. Yeah. But it's um, yeah, and they are not thing. the first people to make that mistake. We had a friend um write up like a new bio for us, and she also quoted Abby as saying "fleek." So, yeah. <laughs> I wish I thought of that. Well, I don't know. I'm not cool enough for that. <laughs> I mean, literally the only time I've ever heard that word used was when my ex-boyfriend commented on an Instagram picture of me saying, Allie's eyebrows are on fleek. <laughs> so I've never heard it in any other context. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a word that I definitely hear disproportionately more online than in real life. Yeah, totally. Maybe I just don't hang out with cool people, but I don't really hear it spoken very much. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the culture just needs to change slowly. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we'll get there. Uh, we'll yeah. get there. <laughs> <laughs> so the song is cherry picking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's... It really pops. It's like a tight song. It, oh, cool! Yeah, Thanks. yeah. I can, <laughs> I can see what you guys were saying about how you think you were saying out in the the two years. It's a very, it's a different sound. You went for something that like, I think just saying pops is a good way of saying it. It's, mm-hmm. it lodges in there that hook. The hook is really good. Oh, cool! Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, so we should talk about the video too. Because you were, you said you were just sh- you finished shooting the video yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lyric video for the right. Did it get posted? I don't remember. No. Am I am I telling secrets right now? Mm-hmm. The, the band's <laughs> management is in the room here helping out just for, for people listening. Yeah. No. There's a lyric <laughs> video um, for cherry picking that will come out soon, I guess. But yeah, yesterday we were shooting an actual music video, so. Yeah, the Keep music your video. Ears and eyes <laughs> open. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was really fun. We um, went to this like huge house that some 
kids or some friends of the director knew were subletting in Tivoli, New York. So we had this basically this bedroom that we just completely or like the director and the other person working with him completely redecorated um, to I won't give away too much of the music video, but we really transformed the room to make it what we wanted for the video. And um, yeah, it's based off of a certain Ramones video. So (laughs) (laughs) when it comes out, it should be, if you know the Ramones and you know, like their music videos, it might be kind of obvious, but yeah. So you, all three of you act in the video. Yeah. Okay. You're saying that like, yeah, like it's a given. Well, oh, acting, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How, how do you define acting? Like we have our instruments and we're... We're jumping around. We're jumping around. Yeah. So it's not I like a full-blown like... <laughs> yeah. we're <not laughs> Method like acting. A, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, a, it'll, it's just like us. There will be shots of us playing our instruments and hanging out. and But yeah, we're... I don't know. There, we did bring someone with us to to actually act in it. And yeah. um, that was um, a young girl. Young yeah, woman. her name's Mia. <laughs> From our um, area named Mia. How old is she? She's 15. 15. Yeah. And she's awesome. Um, yeah. Victoria used to give her drum lessons, and we needed someone younger um, for the music video, and we asked her, and she was really, really excited. Her dad drove her to Tivoli. <laughs> checked it out made yeah. sure like it was all mm-hmm. <laughs> legit <laughs> and then yeah we spent the rest of the day with her yeah it was fun mm. and yeah so if i can say acting if, mm-hmm. I, if the if the word works you it's something you've done yeah. in really all of your videos i think all of them so far yeah yeah i mean that's acting yeah if, if it's just like us being filmed hanging out right yeah. <laughs> is that acting we can call it acting i think it makes it sound cooler Okay. So, cool. I'll put that on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> so, do any of you, aside from performing on stage as a band, do any of you have any kind of experience with like acting on like on stage and drama, anything like that? Oh, so you're really gonna go into this whole acting thing? Yeah, I'm going uh, for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was in school, I was in a, a play every year just because that was like part of what you did in school. But I don't know if that really counts. Mm-hmm. We like prank phone calls. Yeah, lot. I guess you could so call that acting. acting. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a kind of performance. Victoria is a, an aspiring voice actor. Yeah. She's really good <laughs> at mm-hmm. doing different voices. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and who would you prank call now that I know? Oh, yeah, we could do a prank call right now, could we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, could we? Who should we prank call? Prank call on speakerphone? Yeah. <laughs> Would this translate well over a microphone? Yeah, I mean, we, that's why you edit a oh podcast. You can always you find can, out. You like, hold it up to the okay. mic. Here, plug um, it in. Who's going to do this call? Victoria. Victoria. No. You, it was not my <laughs> You're idea. You're voice actor. <laughs> you volunteered. Okay, I'll do so it. You, I, I, I don't know I, what I've been to wanting say. to hear you do it anyway. Just do you want thing. Yeah. Do the um, Mrs. Stoudemire. And yeah, just hit hit uh, speakers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's make the call. Marlena, ask for Marlena. Okay. Um, uh, is this Marlena? No, you have the wrong number. Are you sure? I called about the cake earlier. There's a vanilla cake for my son's birthday? Nope. This is Mrs. Doudemeyer. I paid and everything. Mm. Yeah, it'll be ready at six. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. I'll be by. I'll be by. All right, perfect. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Make sure make sure that it's written out to Perry Shaw. Um, hold on. Can you can you spell that for me? <laughs> P A. Yeah. Hold on. R. What was the first letter? P. As in Pocahontas. Okay. Oh, okay, my okay. Um, E. Mhm. R. Yes. I. Okay. Yeah. Still is this again? Mrs. Stoudemire. Wow, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, we talked just a few days ago about the cake. <laughs> All right. Marlena owns the bakery. Yes. Well, I do have to get back to work. Okay, yeah, you do that. I'll come in at 6. Okay, perfect. Okay, thank you. Sure. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's a very polite prank call, all things all things oh, yeah. considered. I'm you this. <laughs> I wanted to say his name but then spell it wrong so he would still be confused. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I ask about like the quote acting because I do think that there was a time where you saw less it, less of bands actually being in their music videos playing songs because like back in the 80s like the mtv days that was the norm that was like the cool thing to do like a rock band just performing it mm-hmm. and then i think it kind of fell off and people didn't do it much for a while and now i'm thinking like for example i just last week had speedy ortiz on the podcast and we had a discussion about this how for their pretty much all of their music videos so far they've been in them and yeah. like, they're playing the songs so like i see more bands doing this 
Yeah, I feel like it's more relatable that way to be able to see the people in the band actually playing their instruments and having fun and instead of it just sort of being this like abstract idea that goes along with the song. Though there was a point in time where we were having a conversation about how it would be cool to make a music video where we aren't necessarily like the focal point. We actually have like people acting with some kind of storyline. But yeah. I think that can be hard to achieve in a music video because especially you know like assuming your song is short like all of our songs like none of them are like much over like three minutes <laughs> um you know you don't really have a lot of time to really flesh out a cohesive storyline that would make sense unless you add like a longer intro or something mm-hmm. so it's i really one of my favorite music videos where there's acting is that um food fighters video forever long and it's actually the people in the band who are acting but it's just very you know it's just funny it's It's very cinematic yeah it's very cinematic Mm -hmm. yeah and then i love the end of the video where the drummer just like he because he's dressed as like what like the the woman and the, the wife and like the whole like sheet or whatever bed the, sheet the whole the bed just like comes yeah. out, out from off uh, from underneath or <laughs> off him and then he's just suddenly like yeah the, the, the drums. drums like appear from under the bed yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a great video great song too yeah always put it on the jukebox yeah <laughs> can we give a little shout out to dave girl in yeah. case he's listening <laughs> no <laughs> they've, they've achieved cinematic <laughs> see I, I i said acting i didn't like go like cinematic what okay (laughs) give us a break we're talking about acting here we're musicians (laughs) so also self-releasing for this for this new ep coming out Mm -hmm. for the first time Mm -hmm. okay sort of i mean we've put out when we first were like the first year we were a band we put out two tapes on our own but yeah i mean that's like a different thing (laughs) was that i know there was an EP and the album was this like before the EP yeah before the EP we had a demo tape and then we did another two song tour tape after that okay so is it like a big change or like not such a big deal to be self self self-releasing now Uh, we've always been really self-sufficient as a band we've always done a lot of stuff ourselves so it's not that weird to have to like for example we've like always like you know either done our own art or like made you know all the decisions about the kind of art we want whether it be a photograph or you know whatever like we're just used to it It, so it doesn't feel hard or weird Mm -hmm. yeah and Allie used to book all of our tours and we rent tour vans and just go on tour ourselves and I don't know yeah we're just used to um doing it on our own but i mean we have so many people helping us now like we have a booking agent and a manager and it's like been so helpful (laughs) Mm. yeah yeah but it's like with all those supports in place like with our manager and um you know publicists and like everyone who's working on behalf like everyone's still like very in support of us having you know that creative control so it's not like we've lost that yeah yeah because i I bet it's it's so great to have control over things but then there's just so many hours in a day and it can be helpful with certain things exactly yeah yeah Yeah, Allie knows better than anyone yeah (laughs) i i've 
uh, have had the same like full time job for the past five years, and in between then have done potty mouth. Um, potty mouth started maybe like six months after that job, and so I mean the benefit was it's like a desk. It is a desk job where I'm at a computer all day, so that's what allowed me to like book tours and write a bunch of emails. But it's still a lot of work when you're like your brain is constantly focused on two different things mm-hmm. yeah mm. okay but th- yeah like finding time with a de- with a desk job to fit that in that must have been a lot and i can see how like it was great but also now passing things on to a booking agent is like uh, all right yeah yeah mm. oh it's amazing it's awesome. yeah <laughs> yeah Yes, yeah, so the band, as you said, it's been about five years now, a little less that Potty Mouth has been around. Yeah, yeah like four, four and, and a half. half. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So what was it like when, like, for the first time, people outside of maybe your friend group or people outside of who you knew started writing about the bands on the internet? Like, was that something you expected or thought about? I remember, like, when we first put out our, our f- first demo tape in October 2011, um, I remember thinking, okay, how do we get people outside of our like local scene to hear this? And we sent it to this punk blog, like that's based in New York that was like reviewing a lot of tapes at that time. I don't think it's still around anymore, but we sent it there and I remember they actually wrote about it. And that's when I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> like mm. this like punk bo- blog that people from all over the country and maybe all over the world like look at to find new punk music and that was super exciting um and then yeah I mean from there like it started to you know we got a little bit more attention than you know booking tours and and playing in other parts of the country definitely helped um but yeah I think it was just like a gradual process of continuing to release new material and a lot of it at first was just hustling and sent shipping out. I remember one time like going to the UPS store and shipping like four of our EPs like on vinyl to different labels because this is when we were trying to find a label to put out our next album or like our first full length and I didn't realize how much more expensive UPS is than like the actual postal mm-hmm. service and I paid like $80 <laughs> to ship out these four oh. records and I'm like is this even like the right thing to be doing? Like, does someone <laughs> even want this? Like, why can't I just send like a Dropbox link? You yeah. know, I just like you learn <laughs> as you yeah, go on. Totally. So, would you say back in these days, it sounds like with this and with the booking, you handled a lot of the more administrative things in the band, or was it more of a group effort too? I mean, yeah, I just like I just ended up taking on a lot of administrative roles just because the nature of my job, and Abby does like all of the songwriting Victoria's an amazing drummer we wouldn't be the band that we are without her it's like we all have these very unique contributions to the band and I think that's what makes it work yeah totally Administrative. It's a very formal way of putting things. It makes me like makes my eyes roll into the back of my head. No, but because it's like like, (laughs) that's the part of being a band that people don't realize is like maybe one of the most important parts is like you can have music and be a good musician, but if you don't have your shit together, then like who the hell is going to hear you? So yeah, I I don't know. I'm like extremely grateful for everything that Allie does. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Because something I hear pop up time and time again in interviews with bands is like there's always at least that one member who's always the one who's like on top of things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> now I'm like bowing my head because yeah. it just feels like yeah, embarrassed <laughs> but proud. Embarrassed and proud. Oh yeah, that's the emotion that we use. Um, yeah, there's a little face that goes with it. Proud. It's called you embarrassed. Kind of put your and proud. head down, but you smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Abby and Victoria, did you also balance out the band with a full time job at any time? Um. No. I didn't, when I first graduated from high school, I just worked like a retail job um, for about a year, but I, yeah, I didn't go to college, and I, after a while, just decided to make the band like my full-time focus, yeah. Mm. And you too, Victoria? Yeah, same here. Okay. We were all, well, Allie had graduated, but we, Victoria and I were both in school when we first started the band, and so it was like once we graduated then it was easier to make the band more of our lives than it was before mm-hmm. and it it did become really time consuming okay yeah because i read that the gap was about that like taking a year off before yeah okay yeah i wrote that song yeah just about taking a gap year and how there's like sort of a negative connotation about that um but that's uh, a gap year is now turned into like three years now. So <laughs> I don't know if I can really speak on that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's kind of a cultural thing with America to wanna to just view that it's the norm to like be expected to go to college right after high school. Yeah. Because like you hear about, I, from what I can gather, like, European countries, it's much more like what you did. It's like there's no pressure right after. Right. And, yeah. It's like see the world instead yeah. of... Yeah, no, I I mean, it's definitely different for everyone, but I think it's a really important experience to have some time off um, and just, like, travel or have, work a job or just sort of any life experience because I think a lot of people go into college just because they don't know what to do next, and that can sort of, like, limit your perception of the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and just going to school in general, even though, like, you're learning a lot of things, you're really just in one place, mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, yeah. There's exceptions to that, of course, but probably being in a band is a very good way to see the world and do the opposite of that. Yeah, it's the best way. <laughs> and it's definitely hard to be in a band and be in college at the same time, especially if you're going to a school where you also live at that school. Like, I didn't even start playing bass until, like, the scene my senior year of college and then like didn't really even start doing it seriously like as a serious hobby until after I graduated I just like had no time while I was a student and I think you know I think you're right about this mindset um you know and it's like at least like in this country about going to college right after high school but People, I think I see that I see a lot of students because I work at a college and I meet a lot of students who specifically come to my office because they want to talk to talk to me about how I started a band and how we, you know, got to where we are now. And a lot of them want that for themselves, but don't know how to do it. It's hard because a lot of times Mm -hmm. I just want to tell them, like, you're in the wrong place, like. You're at a liberal arts college in Western Massachusetts. This isn't really where you go to be, come a rock star. Um, but, <laughs> uh, 
you know, I <laughs> so try- some may think, but <laughs> <laughs> I try to help them think through <laughs> using their time creatively so that they can at least find ways to pursue music. And that could be so- a suggestion as simple as like, oh, they want to play guitar. But when you live in a dorm, it's really not easy to have an electric guitar where you're plugged into an amp. So it's like, OK, you know, maybe get an acoustic guitar. And um, this one student in particular, she who I've been talking with she's actually from kenya and she has already written these amazing pop songs and she just finished her first year at smith college where i work and i want to help her so badly because she's so talented and has already done so much um in terms of producing material um and you know she was asking me do you think i should take summer courses at berkeley and i don't know because like you know i'm not a I don't have that background. I'm not someone who went to music school. I don't have any kind of technical training, but I just feel like you don't need to do that. Like, like all those things are like big monetary investments. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that the monetary investment isn't necessarily worth it because I think a lot of, um, a lot of those kinds of things can just be done on your own if you have the time. Yeah. So she has the songs already. Yeah, she's got a bunch of songs. She probably doesn't need to go to Berkeley. <laughs> she, it's probably more about just like getting outside people to hear the songs. Yeah, she just needs the right people to hear them. Mm. Which I also felt like I couldn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily the best person to help her because they're really like, mm, you know, they're like R&B, like pop songs. I just don't feel like I have like, enough of a foot in that world but Mm. I just you know I talked to her about what I've learned from being in a band just about like managing time and um where she should be putting her money you know don't invest that much money in someone to build you a website because you can maybe find a friend who can do that for you it's it's like about learning those things it's like you shouldn't you should be putting your money towards recording you know like so that your songs sound like the best it can possibly sound but don't put your money towards making a website so that's kind of what i've been talking to her about mm-hmm. yeah and you were saying it's difficult on campus to maybe find the time or have all the resources to be a band or really do music but i have heard at least the area maybe not if you're taking full-time classes but i've heard the area is very supportive for art like that yeah it's like a f- you know, some artsy towns that are near each other, like Northampton Mm -hmm. and Amherst, and Mm -hmm. it's got its own history of music and small venues to play at. So I think in that sense, yeah, it's has some association with music and musical community, and it's not so expensive to live there. You know, it's not like living in New York. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying is if if you're focusing on classes and going to school full-time and living in a dorm it is just logistically kind of difficult to like make a band happen right and especially if you're not even going to school for music like you're you know a computer science major but you really want to do a band I I mean I'm just speaking from my own perspective at Smith like it was a really rigorous school and I didn't and I didn't have a lot of time um and the actually I I got in trouble. Yeah, I got in trouble for playing bass in my room too loudly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to learn at some point. Yeah. So you said you've learned bass like right before the band started. Not right, like a year and a year and a half. Like I played in a couple other bands before Potty Mouth, but yeah, yeah, pretty like soon before we started. Mm -hmm. 
And you feel like smooth transition, like just picked it up and good to go? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing has been a learning experience. Even, you, yeah. yeah, our songs have like changed so much since when we were first became a band because like, your songwriting ability is limited by your like musician abilities. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think like with learning an instrument you actually do have to force yourself to practice at least a little bit every day it's just like the only at least for me like mm -hmm. i just started not just but like i've been playing a lot more guitar lately and i just it's just something i just force not force because i want to do it <laughs> i want to do it but i just do it every day and i mm -hmm. people used to tell me that you just gotta do it every day you know <laughs> zone out while you're watching tv like pick up the guitar and yeah. i'm like really but now i like <laughs> understand that <laughs> yeah yeah another thing i wanted to talk about with the ep you guys worked with john goodmanson who's produced a bunch of great albums oh yeah was was this the first time you worked with an outside collaborator um for what do you mean for recording i guess i'm saying for like with a producer would justin count i mean well I see producer is like a weird um, kind of amorphous, ambiguous term to me because I didn't really know what it meant. And so I asked John to define what he thought it meant, what he felt his role as a producer was. And really, like, I guess in the sense that what he did with us is like we spent a couple of days just playing the songs in front of him not recording just playing them and he took notes and he made suggestions about like arrangements like, oh, this so this part sounds like it's like could be cut in half why don't you try that and so mm -hmm. with basic things like that yeah it was our first time like having that objective feedback from someone um and that was really helpful we really had never had um an experience like that before but the songs it's like he didn't make any suggestions that affected the actual um writing of the song or or the lyrics yeah mm. yeah it was more just like tweaking the formation and giving us suggestions for different sounds because he when he's when i asked him to define what he thought producer was at least for him he said that he didn't consider himself um like he didn't consider himself a, a song like song he didn't consider songwriting part of his role as a producer he just really thought it was mostly about making suggestions about arrangements and you know tones and um i guess what else just structure yeah Word. So there's an EP coming. Have you guys even thought about a next album? Uh, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I mean, mm. we have lots of songs that we've written and practiced and some demos. And yeah, it's all just been like mostly accumulating all that stuff. And I think, I mean, we'll definitely write more stuff and start preparing for the next release, hopefully by... 2016 i don't know i'm looking over at these my people <laughs> what's, what's the official i mean i think 2016 is a pretty safe thing to yeah do. and okay. you said thinking about it so it's not like okay yeah. there will be an album it's thinking about an album maybe within the next like 20 months that's yeah. i think that's a reasonable I mean, thing 2016 to say is technically le less than six months away at this point less than half a year away okay. oh don't remind me summer's <laughs> basically over summer's over back to school that's so yeah depressing. i'm gonna turn 22, 22. no <laughs> <laughs> well, when does the ep come out 
August 21st. August 21st. New EP. Sounds great. Thanks. Well, just it's just cherry picking that's out so far. Yeah. Okay. So, so check out cherry picking. There will be four other songs on the EP. Five altogether. <laughs> Planet Whatever Records. That's yeah. the name of the imprint. It's also the name of my house. It's yeah. also the name of a song we have that we've never released. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you wanna follow us on any of our social media. Oh. Um, we've Plug got, it. we've got, we've got all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we got Facebook, yeah. potty mouth <laughs> girls. They're all different. So listen carefully. Yeah. Facebook <laughs> is facebook.com slash potty mouth girls. Twitter is twitter.com slash potty mouth mass. Twitter.com. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's just at potty whatever, mouth mass. At potty yeah. mouth mass. Sorry. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm you're old. You're on a just roll kidding. right now. Keep um, going. So Twitter is potty mouth mass. Facebook is potty mouth girls. Instagram is potty mouth band. Yeah. And like we didn't do that to be annoying. Just like yeah, we, we got the Facebook first, Instagram second, Twitter third and we're really bad at social media. It's really I'm trying to get better. I need advice. So hit me up on any social media and tell me how to be good at social media. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's there's myspace dot com slash potty mouth. We you know we started after <laughs> MySpace stopped yeah. being a thing, but yeah. Live journal slash. Speedy Ortiz. I always thought it was so cool that they have a live journal. Yeah. I really, <laughs> really, really want to find my old live journal. And even before that, I had a dead journal. What? Dead journal. What is a dead journal? It was like the thing that was popular before a live journal. This is probably when I was in like, yeah, this is when I was in eighth, seventh and eighth grade. So like 2001, 2002. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it has what nothing to do, do with the Grateful Dead. It's no, not it's that. the same okay. thing. That's, it's just for like, it's like just like the emo spin you on live journal. Like, <laughs> oh, my live journal isn't live. It's like dead, like my soul. You know, it's just like <laughs> for, right. it's oh for angsty teen, like adolescent. Passy Power kid. X? No, my, no, it's funny because my dead journal name was X Twiggy X. And I was like not even straight edge. I don't even think I knew that's what X's meant. But, but Twiggy was like, my nickname i guess and then oh. my life yeah i don't even <laughs> want to talk about it but anyway <laughs> cool yeah there were lots of people who had the x's going on on myspace back in the day it's it's fine i um there I'm, are still people people on instagram i've seen them okay <laughs> yeah i mean i mean straight edge is not going to go away with myspace so you know oh no i just mean the x like x something name x Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I think for a lot of people, it might might have also been some just sort of aesthetic thing with presenting your name, or maybe that's what they thought it was. Right? Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. It's that's, open to yeah. interpretation. Yeah. yeah, it's like a cool little decoration for your name. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't so. appropriate the the uh, <laughs> straight edge culture. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, some people might get very. Maybe we should edit that out. Some people might get very, very offended by that statement. Yeah. But like I said, open to interpretation. <laughs> yeah, so that concludes another episode of the Altenar Stars podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast by clicking the iTunes link towards the bottom of the story on the Billboard website. You can also listen to archived episodes there. You can check out last week's interview with Speedy Ortiz, which pops up a couple times in the inter- interview. Um, also have Albert Hammond Jr. from The Strokes in there, Chris Bayo from Vampire Weekend, 
lots of fun stuff in the archives. So until next time, by the way, a new podcast episode airs around 12 noon every Friday on Billboard.com. Until then, have a good weekend, everybody. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.